Warning, the following podcast contains adult scenarios and sexual situations. If that's something you can't legally listen to or don't want to listen to, back out now, because the Red Light Library is an erotica review podcast. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, reading this story made me uncomfortable. I was like, wow, this guy's fucking skeezy. Welcome back to the Red Light Library. I'm your host, Gavin, joined once again by Jackie after for fucking ever. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And it's it's been a while. It's probably partially because I had you read this. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> definitely that. Ooh. But also... I, I've been busy, and then you've been busy, and then I've just not been in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Because you really have to be in the mood to do this particular Especially this story. specific thing. Yeah, it's not even necessarily be in the mood to do this podcast. It's this particular story. It's like, Spoiler. you have to, like, get ready for it, because it's not. Spoiler alert, everyone. Uh, this is not a fun story we're talking about. I wanted to do something that had a audible version as well. So that I could listen to the podcast, or I could listen to the audiobook version, and Jackie could read the story, and then we could get together, talk about the story, and then kind of talk about the differences between the two. And I found something with a narrator that Jackie has not heard yet. No, I haven't heard it yet. If you think you don't like this story now, it's about to get wild. So we're talking about Casting Couch Virgins by, by Thrust. Thrust. which is not the author's name. In fact, the author on their own page on Amazon is Jessica Satin. Uh, I don't know where Thrust came from. Are you sure? Are you sure that's not the other one? Oh, yeah, that is the other one. Never mind. Uh, Jessica Satin wrote another book that we're going to be reviewing, which I actually liked. Let's see what Thrust has done. Lots of box set, huh? Those all look like the same book. They are all without pulling out by thrust. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's going to be like that dirty Santa one. Oh, yeah. That Santa oh, one. Oh, my is bad. gosh. Was that the last one I did? Was the Possib Santa one? Possibly. Oh, my God. That's so, why I haven't been back. <laughs> Ruined Christmas. Casting Couch Virgins, the cover, if there is a scale where on one end is someone who looks 0% like Emma Watson <laughs> and at the other end is Emma Watson. This model is definitely in that 50 to 75% Emma Watson range. Yeah. It is it feels like this image was chosen due to the model's appearance to Emma Watson. So it's a uh you know it's just a white person with long hair pulling a shirt down to cover their vajouche area. It looks yeah. like she's desperately trying to not look naked. Uh which is kind of scary. Casting couch virgins, and then right over the crotch area, thrust. No, it's right be beneath the crotch. Right beneath the crotch. I mean, her vagina doesn't go that far down. Luckily. So. That would honestly be a problem. I feel like that'd be a medical problem. So from you not having read this in a while, what's the what's a quick synopsis of the plot that you can remember? Okay, so what I remember, because it it's been like a month since yeah. I've read it. Um, maybe longer. But um, So what I remember is this guy wants to make a porno but not really a porno that he's going to show people just yeah. just for him and he wants a very young woman just barely of legal age and he wants a virgin and uh basically he has this audition with this young woman who claims she's a virgin they fuck and um it's really creepy it is uh 
I mean, that doesn't sound creepy, but it is no, legitimately it, it's fucking legit creepy. Worrying. Um, I for me, it's been hammered in because the narrator. And sorry to interrupt, but Go it's ahead. kind of funny that did you mean to choose this with the whole Hollywood like sexual harassment no, issues? That's because that's what no. it reminded me of. I it's, was like, okay, did he mean to do this? No, I didn't. It's um, funny. Because this, it is, it's trading on that whole casting couch thing where it's like, yeah. couch, gonna fuck her on it. Yeah. I, when that trope started it, I, from what I can vaguely remember, it originally was, she thinks she's in for a normal modeling contract, but little does she know. Uh, and then it turns into a porn thing. And then as soon as, as soon as it became all the memes about the black leather couch and stuff like that. That stopped being the th- the thrust of the kink, and it was just more like, "Here's a cat. She's in for a modeling contract, and he's like, masturbate for me." She's like, "Cool." Like any of the non-con subtone subtext of it is taken away because it became way more profitable and like more mainstream. So this feels like someone. Well, but it- here's the thing. I mean, it is consensual. Yeah. It just feels he doesn't like, tell her that, like, she thinks that she's going to be there for, she's uh, doing an audition for a pr- it's, pornography. It's like dubious consent at best, or at yeah. worst, I guess, because, like, she thinks she's going to be a star, and he's a real producer. Yeah, but he's not. He's he not. just wants to do this to get off. He's um, on par with Dennis from It's Always Sunny with his sex tape collection, like. Yeah, that's creepy, too. He, ma- <laughs> he makes a Craigslist ad basically saying, I'm a porn yeah. producer, I need this woman. And then, according to the narrator, he gets a lot of applicants. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the story itself is is kind of creepy, but it it wouldn't be that bad. I feel like if if it had a different narration, yeah, because no. the voice of this story is what makes it creepy. It's <laughs> not the actions that the that that are actually like physically happening. Um, you know, like I mean, it's creepy that you would. It's wrong that you would. Uh, build a fake that, shooting yeah, studio yeah in your- that's that's definitely creepy and that's definitely wrong but what really makes it creepy for me and makes it fucking like just awful is the the voice of the actual narration it's there are just a like, lot of mentions of her age yeah that too and a lot and a lot of really weird language about you would think she looks younger but but, 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 but she totally is like yeah. It flirts with the idea that she is 17 and lying a lot. And that's really skeezy. Especially since I listened to the audiobook of this and I think now's a good time. I'm just going to go to a random part later on in the story because, like, it's 34 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's, what the, here's what the narrator sounds like. Like that. She sighs heavily. Almost not enough energy to make the words... I'm going to come. Like that, I say. I'm not going to let you. Oh my god. It is so bad. Oh my god, that's fucking awful. It is a chore to get through. When I heard him say, I'm going to come, like, in that weird-ass fucking voice. Him saying pussy and my cock and I fucked her and her asshole. Like... Any of the sexualized body part language. Oh my god, is, I would not have listened to that. It's bad. It took me, like, I didn't finish it when you finished the story. I was like, I'll just fucking, f- I, I tried to finish it, I couldn't, I was like, I'll finish it the day she comes over to record with me. And it's just, it's, 
the Casting Couch Virgins audiobook is done by Joe Formicella, and Joe Formicella has done several not erotica things. He does one about like a uh, uh, supernatural detective. It's a western, I think, something like that. And that kind of like down here voice is mm-hmm. that's fine. Like it works fine. Why did he do an erotica? I don't know, but that was fucking. I just heard thirty seconds of that, and it made my skin crawl. Because like. The character in Casting Couch Virgins is 38 and his care at 38 and she is 18, which 20 years older. <laughs> Joe Formicella makes it sound like that person is 49 mm-hmm. minimum. And, and she's like 16. When when reading it, I, I get from your it's like it's skeezy, right? Like, yeah. It feels oh, yeah. skeezy, but you believe he's like 38 and 35, what the fuck ever. He's like some tech bro asshole who's he's, made I mean, porn. yeah, he's just a fucking creep. But with Joe Formicella's narration, suddenly the the entirety of Casting Couch Virgin is the prologue to a to a uh like mystery story about a spunky detective who's trying to find the serial killer who uses porn plots as their calling card. Like you're you're getting that cold open murder. Like she's gonna fuck it. She doesn't get to leave the house. She fucking dies. Oh my gosh. And then like, Yeah, that does that is what it sounds like. Because he just it feels like it's like everything's fine because I'm having fun and the second she gets ready to glee, break her neck. Like ugh. Like here's and that is a perfect demonstration of why the little details count. Because guess what? I love Audible. I've been a subscriber since 2013. I want to make an audiobook someday. There are many, many different kinds of things that my voice would not be a good narration for, including... A woman in orgasm. A woman in orgasm. So when he... When Formichella does her moaning... Oh, God. It's bad. It's real bad. Uh, he's doing his damnedest, man. <laughs> I bet he was laughing the whole fucking time. I, I hope. I really do hope it was like comedic. And but here's and it, it, I if, bet he did it because he lost a bet or some shit. If, like, if the mysterious thrust is listening to this review, like I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. If that if that like age barrier thing is what's hot about this, whatever. That's a little fucking sketchy at best. Casting that. <laughs> yeah, not the best choice. Like I like I said, I only listened to 30 seconds of it. If that, it wasn't even, it was like 10 yeah. seconds, but still. I think, I think one thing we really need to nail down, because we mentioned that there's a lot of language used about she's being young. Yes. But when, so it's, it's, your, it's really standard in plot structure. She shows up, he's got a camera going. Uh, he starts interviewing her. She gets undressed right away. Uh, blowjob, sex. Okay, and let me let me just okay. So I highlighted something, and okay, and and it's the, on the like third page, right? And so they she's been talking to him or whatever, and she's like, "What do you want me to do?" And he's in the whole time he's just like, "Oh, I can't believe it was this easy. I can't believe yeah. like it was this easy." And that's what's another thing that I thought was really really creepy. But then um, she says, "So she says, what do you want me to do?" And he says, "I guess the only explanation I can come up with." for it being this easy, is that young girls not only have a desire to express themselves sexually, they also have a desire to have people watch them perform. So, what makes it super, super fucking creepy is that he says young girls. Mm. Not young women. Not women. Young girls. And that is creepy as fuck. Also, that's just not true. I mean, not all women want 
people to watch them or want to express their sexuality in that way, which it's totally fine if you do. <laughs> but being like, yeah, all women, I am a god among women and like all women just want to fuck with me. Exactly. But I mean, that's kind of a thing in, in erotica in general. It's just like that really like fucked with me because I was like, the only explanation for it being this easy isn't that you lied. Yeah. It's that Women they want weak. it. And yeah. The first and young is- girls are weak. The opening line, cause, like I, I should have done this at the beginning. How old are you? I say slightly worried that she's on the wrong side of legal, even though her ID clearly states otherwise. Uh, there's a lot of language like that. Um, yeah, there is. When she starts giving him a blowjob, he go like he goes into his little mind palace and has these like hard-boiled detective-style metaphors and similes and shit going on. And like, I I don't. There's a lot. He really, See, and like I I, I highlighted several you did, I'm because looking, I this is the first I read time it the versus text. he yeah uh, Gavin had listened to it. I read it so um. But another thing that I had highlighted was, I only have her word that she's a virgin, but there's absolutely no reason for her to lie to me. Yeah. Oh, that's and, incorrect. Oh, also, he's one of those people. As soon as he sticks his penis inside of her vagina, because she's tight, he thinks, oh, Josh, she's obviously a virgin. Yeah. There's yeah. no way she's not a virgin. Yeah. Because that's how sex works. But like he he his his he's concerned. Because she seems to be um, experienced. And this is something that about the entire story, like, like in general, that pissed the fuck out of me. Like, okay, so she's experienced. She she gives him a blowjob. She strips for him. And she's good at, at these things. She's experienced in all ways, except she has not actually physically had a penis in her vagina. Yeah. So, um... I'm not saying that if you're a virgin, you can't be experienced. Yeah. But why? In the for the most part, I feel like that is probably not going to be the case. Like yeah. for it, the most part, it, I don't. It seems like the kink of it for thrust is that they want a virgin without any of the baggage of a virgin, where there's no awkward right, fumbling. Right. Exactly. There's That's no, what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. 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 There's not. It's not realistic. And he brings that up and being like, and that's why I feel like that's why I highlighted that is because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the author saying, well, she wouldn't like, she wouldn't lie to me. So she has to be a virgin trying to convince his audience that she is a virgin, even though she's experienced in all of these ways. Yeah. And that's what makes it sexy because she's experienced in all of these ways. And I'm like, okay, but realistically, that's not what you would normally get out of a virgin. Also, even when she demonstrates being skilled at like giving a blowjob because she's like she's amazing at it he he has to make it like it still has to be a first so when she's sucking his dick he thinks something along the lines of like well this might not be her first time sucking dick because she's so good at it but it's your first time sucking one so big my nine inch <laughs> hog yeah because of course this uh, this probably author insert character has a nine inch dick that is huge yep uh oh and then so so he's talking about like he's he's looking at her naked he has not yet um you know fucked her or whatever but he's he's just watching her be naked and i think she may be but anyways at the end it says there's nothing pg about what what's happening here 
but nothing non-consensual either, even though it might feel like it. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it's saying. It's like, and there are several, like, things that you can see throughout the book that is, like, the author trying to convince his audience or her audience of, I think it's probably a male author, but trying to convince their audience of something that is very clearly not actually what it is. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, this guy's also just a fucking loser. Like, as soon as he, as soon as they finish, he literally just sits down and let, and just kind of, and she's like, was it good? And he asks if she wants a drink at the same time. I looked big. If I look big inside my clothes, I <laughs> look absolutely monstrous outside of them. I'm well endowed, but I've never been this hard. Oh, he's always the hardest I've he's ever been. I've never been, been this fuck. hard before and either. That comes up multiple times that he's I know, so goddamn like, that hard. That is so fucking sad. Like that, you have to like in order for you to get hard, you have to be with a incredibly young woman who yeah. may not even be legally, you know, who may not even be eighteen, and. You don't know her, and you're tricking her. There's and that's what makes you hard. I, I guess there's... I, I, maybe they're trying to get away from the idea that dudes with big dicks sometimes have problems keeping them fully erect. I remember... Uh, who was the guy in the Kim Kardashian sex tape? Was it Ray J? I, I have no idea. The, the person that Kim Kardashian is having sex with in her sex tape, he never really has a full heart on, but he's also gigantic. <laughs> and that poor dude has gotten... You were fucking Kim Kardashian. You couldn't get it up. Probably can't get it up all the way, period, my man. It's kind of hard. Wait, that's people. a thing? If the bigger the dick is, the more blood it's got upon. So, like... I did not even realize that. If you watch porn where the guy legitimately has a huge dong, like, you'll notice sometimes they're, they're holding it up a little bit. Or, like, yeah. Uh, so, maybe this is like, I have a huge dick and it's fucking rock hard dick. Like, I'm going to fuck this 18-year-old. And then, like, even when he's gotten everything he wants, then he becomes obsessed with her butthole at the last second. Yeah. Oh, he's also a god among men for sex because she orgasms and then he pulls out the femtosecond before he comes and then sticks his... He then gets his cum on his finger and sticks his finger up her butt, which makes her cum instantly. Just everything's no. magically great. No. <laughs> if you are into that, because he there's like one time before where he touches her butthole and he's like, I should, but I won't. Uh, and then he does anyway. Oh, to circle back around, I keep t- like, there's all this language of it's like this thing that is n- bad and like not legal, but now I'm going to back it up a little bit and say that it's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, he also like likes, saying it feels non-consensual, even though it is. Also, I've just <laughs> I went to a random page. Uh, Sophie seems like the kind of girl who would be happy to come back for a second casting, but a girl is only a virgin once. Oh and yes, I was a- just going to bring that up. And then, <laughs> and then he it, like it, the way they communicate that the main character's thinking is italics. That asshole, though, I think as I reach it, and it's actually typed that asshole, though, I think. I mean, if you're going to write this creepily, at least let's type like an adult. Mm. That's one little thing. That's one little thing. Microsoft Word would catch that, for God's sakes. Like, come on, man. I can feel my balls slam against her asshole. No, you can't. 
You do not have prehensile testicles that can sense the difference in skin textures. This is not physically possible. Yeah, I can see the look of confusion yeah. on you. Yeah, your balls hang low. Yeah. Um, this is the kind of erotica where the person is probably yeah, stimulating. Yeah, because they'd have to be, like, really far up. <laughs> like, they wouldn't be, like, Jackie low. just did the, like, six inches with her middle finger and thumb yeah, measurement like, to be like, what the? Because normally, yeah, that wouldn't. It's it's a little bit reality bending. I mean, also, the- if that were the case, it wouldn't be sexy because you'd be like, "What the fuck happened to my balls? Why have, why, why are they now this? the the balls of like a child because they haven't <laughs> dropped yet?" Like, there's a oh god, this is a personal problem of mine. The uh, Formicelli in the narration says clitoral clitoris. Oh yeah, that. I know some people say it that way, and it's a regional dialect thing, and that's that's fine. For me, it feels more scientific and trying to, like, get away from... Because, like, clitoris feels a little bit more on the street to me. If yeah, you, yeah. That's a little bit more... Like, I mean, it, it, it's... this For a clit, it's the same as saying pussy instead of vagina. Like, I don't mind saying vagina, but... um. Like, it has that difference to it. Yeah. So when, when this old dude says, her clitoral hood, <laughs> it's just, oh, it yeah, just makes your I fucking mean, skin crawl. Honestly, if you're into this kind of thing. That's um, fine. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not putting that up. If you're into this and you want to read the book, read the book Do or read the story. Do not listen the to the audiobook because it will not help you. No, it won't. It'll, it'll impede you. I was yeah. cleaning the oven while listening to this, <laughs> and the thought that went through, I heard a thumb outside, and the thought went through my head, we haven't asked the landlord to come over to fix anything, but if the landlord were to just open the unlocked front door and find me, they can't see me, all they can hear is the most perverted thing I've ever listened to, <laughs> and then I pop up. And they're like, what? Okay, bye. It also <laughs> wouldn't help. I was shirtless at the time. So it's just this shirtless. You were cleaning the oven shirtless? I remembered to do it while I was, like, dressing from the shower. <laughs> We've had a lot of problems with smoke in the apartment because we have the world's most sensitive smoke detector. Oh, yeah. And it's wired into the mains. So. Yeah, we had one like that when I lived with Kyla. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was bad. super because it was like right next to the, the stove too and she cooked all the time it was constantly going off yeah we just don't use our oven anymore so like it's just real fucking bad uh don't come i say push yourself to the edge but don't come oh that's the other thing she doesn't get to have an orgasm on her own fucking yeah. terms it's him all the way yeah and it's like why this is her first time having sex yeah, yeah. okay um, and she says, like, I, I may have come here a virgin, but I, I don't plan on leaving one. And I'm just like, I mean, that's your decision. Absolutely. Also, who wrote your dialogue? But yeah, that's not realistic. That's not realistic line of thinking. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I guess for me, if it's something a little a little more real, I'm not saying it has to be 100% realistic because I know that reality can be very unsexy. Yeah. But if it is closer to reality, for me, a lot of the times it's. It's more sexual. It's more. It's it's more relatable. More relatable, and so it's easier for me to be in a certain mindset. Which is weird because this story is kind of obsessed with being realistic. And like it, they talk, they mention the existence of the clitoral hood. They 
there's one mention of like sex sounds being this very unique sound and oh god that actually okay so he mentions the sound of fucking her and then says the scent of corruption fills the air oh my gosh the fuck with that damn brown shit i don't need yeah. that in my erotica yeah i get it she's young the and when scent you say the scent of corruption when you say that in that way that does not sound like you're having sex with a virgin no. in a consensual way nope. that sounds like you're having sex with a person who does not want to have sex or that you have tricked because you, you've tricked yeah, them into or you've having tricked sex someone into having sex or even if it's not having sex you're corrupting them in in some way sexually so yeah you're molesting them or you're raping them that's what it sounds like you're saying because as i read earlier he wants he's like i should fuck her again but she's not a virgin anymore but then he's like well she has a virgin asshole so yeah okay bud and then they have like the ending of the story is this awkward like don't call me i'll call you yeah and she's like oh okay and then he's like i'm never gonna call her and he's like we might have to do second take yeah. And she's like, ah, okay. <laughs> and Which, whole- I mean, it kind of gives the impression that maybe he will call her so that way he can fuck her in the ass. But, like, then he's like, and <laughs> then he says that he has more people to basically fuck. And then he goes upstairs and rewinds the tape and masturbates to it. That's it. Yeah, that's why, that's why I started by saying he's a fucking loser earlier. The end of that train of thought was, and the ending is he goes and whacks off to himself. Yeah that okay cool good job (laughs) so that was casting couch virgins by thrust Thrust. i would not recommend it overall but if it's your thing go for it read it don't listen to the audiobook it is cheap it is very easy to read it's short (laughs) oh god yeah so uh, if you want to you want to get more Red Light Library content, you can find us on any of your podcatchers by searching Red Light Library. If you want to check out our website, redlightlibrarypodcast.wordpress.com. And we are at Red Light Library on Twitter. That's about it. And if you want to find me on other social media, I have another Twitter account, The Pod Report, T-H-E-P-O-D-R-E-P-O-R-T, where I talk about podcasts. I also have another show where I talk about podcasts with another podcast journalist who's way more experienced than I am and awesome. Uh, And I think that'll do it. Thanks for stopping by, Jackie. Sure. And now we're going to go record your next episode where we talk about a less fucked up story. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that one. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.